If you don't have this, it's gonna be really hard for others to trust you. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who wanna get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about discipline again. The last episode that I did on discipline, which wasn't the last episode, but it was about a week ago, about five, seven days ago or something. I know a lot of you reached out and told me that you loved that episode about me talking about discipline. What I've realized is since becoming more disciplined, especially with my diet, you know, I'm I think about six kilograms down now but I'm still holding on to my muscle size, which is crazy. And it's because I am just dropping my body fat slowly. But by making sure that I'm tuned in with my macronutrients, making sure I'm hitting the right training programming and everything like that, I've just noticed how much more effective I've been as a person in general. So my thinking has been clearer. My energy has increased. I've been way calmer. And the business is operating way more effectively. The team are more disciplined. But what I noticed was this one thing, and I I did a clip the other night on my Instagram account. If you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you go to michaelmojo00 on Instagram. Look me up, make sure you follow me. I post a bit every day just on different key things about life, wisdom, lifestyle, a whole bunch of cool stuff. I got a fair few people message me about talking more about discipline. And so I did this clip about how discipline makes the man. Now, I know that there are women listening to this. I know that there are probably, you know, other genders or even animals that are listening to this. I don't fucking know these days. I know that there are women out there. This is probably going to be the same for you as well. Women are slightly different. If you haven't listened to my episode on masculine and feminine energy, this here is an old philosophical construct. I think that it is amazing to learn about it. I've spoken about it at a lot of different events and seminars, and normally it blows people's shit. In fact, it's the highest rating podcast that we've done so far is the one on masculine and feminine energy. It'll probably save your intimate relationship and it will probably enhance what you do in the workforce as well because you just get people differently and you'll see why different people respond this way. And I'm not just talking about men and women. I'm talking just generically about masculine and feminine energy and both men and women can be masculine and feminine, but one is more natural. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that. It will help a lot. But when we're talking about masculine, someone who's masculine, masculine people are normally good leaders. People that are feminine don't tend to make the best leaders. And I'll tell you why. Because when someone is feminine, they worry more about the group and the collective whole and about how communication works in that. Now, in general, females tend to be more feminine on average, but it's an average, right? So it's a scale. There are definitely masculine women out there. If you look at a lot of the top CEOs that are all women, they're highly masculine. If you look at Gina Reinhart here in Australia, she's the richest woman in Australia. She's very masculine. Gail Kelly, who used to be the head, I think, of Westpac Bank, I think it was Commonwealth Bank, she was very masculine. They express different traits or different characteristics in their personality. So that's what I'm talking about. Now, Jess as a person, Jess expresses her masculine, like during the day, she can be quite masculine. But at nighttime, in order for us to connect, she becomes quite feminine again. She knows how to switch it on, switch it off, and change over. She knows how to be masculine and productive and very focused and very driven towards one objective, but become more feminine, which is very flowy and 
you know, more connection driven and worry more about what everyone else is doing around her and making sure everyone fits in and everyone's getting looked after. That's more of a feminine trait. So if we just generalize and say, Women tend to be on average more feminine and men tend to be more masculine. In the context of this, especially around discipline, something that is really important is that good leadership comes from being masculine. So masculinity is decisive, it is driven, and it works towards objectives. So that's why someone who is masculine could just say, look, if I've got to fire someone, I have to fire someone. If someone's feminine, they'll find it hard to fire people because they worry about what's going to happen with that person. They worry about fitting in. Because if we go back thousands of years of evolution, maybe even millions, you've got hunters and you have gatherers. A hunter's job was to go out, kill the prey and bring it back. So they had a common objective. They work towards it. They hunt, they get the job done, and then they come back. And then after that, their job's done. So it's one common objective. Normally, on the other hand, when the ladies of the, the tribe went collecting. So they were gatherers. They would gather as a collective. They would pick berries together. They would talk. They would communicate. They would have their, their babies with them as well. Imagine going hunting and you're going to go hunt an animal and the baby's fucking crying because you're carrying it on your back. So hunters didn't carry the babies. The feminine women did. They would work together as a collective. They would gather. They would communicate effectively. They would look after each other. They would look after each other's babies. And so they were more of the nurturing, the communicative group. The same thing happens today, right? Feminine people tend to be more worried about the collective. They will be more effective with their communication skills. They make sure everybody fits in. Culture to them is important. Looking after everybody is important. Whereas someone who is very masculine just wants to get a job done and then that's it. They want to do the job and then get out of there. That's more masculine. How does this relate to men? Most men are indecisive. They can't make a fucking decision to save themselves. And when they do, it's normally erratic. And so what I said is, this is what came up in the Instagram that I did, was that when I look at a man, if they are masculine and they are trustworthy, they are normally decisive and they are very disciplined. If someone lacks disciplined and they say they're going to do something and they don't do it and they don't follow through with it, or they say, yeah, I'm going to do it. I get it every fucking day, right? People reach out to me and they go, yeah, man, I want to work with you as a coach and blah, blah, blah. And then they find out the price and they're like, oh man, you know, I don't know. That is someone who is untrustworthy because what they think they want versus what they really want, they don't know. So they're not outcome driven. They're driven by how they feel about things. Now, as a business owner, I have this all the time. Someone will give me a proposal and they go, in order to do this job, it's going to cost $50,000. And I go, shit, I only budgeted 20. Fuck, what do we do? So then I sit there and I go, well, we have to get this job done. So now we've got to go and find the money. What I don't do is what most men do, which is why I don't trust most men. Because what most men will do is they will say, well, you know, yeah, we definitely want to do it and maybe we'll do it in the future. They're never going to fucking do it because the thing that they're missing is the discipline of making good decisions. That's the discipline that they're not good at. They say to their wife, I'm going to start a diet on Monday. They start their diet. By Wednesday, they're already eating pizza and shit and then they're drinking alcohol on the weekend. They'll say to their friends, oh, I'm not going to drink for this month. Two weeks later, they're drinking. This here is an undisciplined person. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. So for all the lads, the men who are listening to this, I'm going to ask you one question, then I'm going to ask the ladies a question. Men, would you allow someone who is very undisciplined and erratic to lead you personally? Most intelligent men who are masculine would say, no way. Now, if I say to most women, in fact, almost every woman that I've come across, do you find a man that is undisciplined, 
who says that they're going to do stuff and, and can't do it, can't make a fucking decision. They can't even decide what they want for dinner. They say they're going to do things and never follow through on it. I'll say, is that attractive? 99.999% of women say that that is extremely unattractive. So men don't want to be led by a person who can't make decisions and who is indecisive and who is undisciplined. And women don't find it attractive. Yet that is most men. That's why most men are fucking pathetic. Now, I know that that's, that's probably going to be a firecracker and you're probably thinking, fucking hell, that's a bit rough. But you're probably triggered right now because that's you, right? If you're triggered right now, that's you, right? Now, that doesn't mean that that has to be your future. It just means you've got to fucking change. When you say you're going to do something, if you do it, other men will look at you and go, shit, I wish I was like that. So the more disciplined you become, the more you follow through on what you say you're going to do, the more decisive you are and the more you take risks and push yourself to go beyond where you're at currently, the more other men are inspired by you. Women also find that extremely attractive, okay, because it makes them feel safe. I have asked this in my events with probably hundreds, if not thousands of women. Men who are indecisive make women feel unsafe. Women feel, based on the questions that I've asked at my event, women feel way more unsafe on a day-to-day -day experience than what men do. They have a lot more fear than what men do. Now, I'm not sure whether that is because thousands of years of cultural or even millions of years of evolution have wired women to be more safety conscious. Because the men, if there was a bear that was about to attack the tribe, the man would have to go out, look at the bear, and they couldn't be afraid. So they tend to make big problems small. Big grizzly bear, I still think that I can kill it and I still think that I can take care of it. If that was a man and they, they really looked at that situation, they're like, shit, grizzly bear, big teeth, big claws, a lot bigger than me, a lot heavier, a lot faster, I'm probably going to die. The whole tribe would be in, in trouble. So a masculine man sees big problems as being not that big a deal. On the other hand, a feminine woman, if she's walking through the jungle and, and she sees something moving and she's got her baby and her children with her, naturally, she is going to become more triggered and react way more because it's going to be a survival response for the tribe. I'm not sure whether that's 100% accurate, but it's just an analogy that I use because that seems to be very, very, very common when I ask a question at my events. So just remember, women tend to be more fear-based than what men do. Men tend to make big problems small, which is why if a wife gets home from work and says, I've had a shitty day, boss is being an asshole, most blokes just go, or most men just say, oh, it's not that big a deal. You can just do this, this, and this, and everything will be fine. And the woman goes, yeah, but you don't understand. And then it starts this big conflict in the relationship because the man sees the big problem as not being that big a deal, whereas the woman sees the small problem as being a big deal. Both of them are right because both of them have probably been evolutionary wide to think like that. One's not right and one's not wrong. This can work really, really well in a relationship because sometimes if I'm looking at contracts, I'll go to Jess and get her to read them because I'll glaze over it and I don't, I miss things because I'm just like, yeah, even if there's problems, we'll figure it out. Whereas she will go through and go, no. This here, not good. We need to talk to them about this. This has to be removed from the contract because she will be more safety and fear driven. Whereas I'm more opportunity driven and more of a hunter, more masculine. And I want to get out there and I want to achieve outcomes. And I say go hunting, but I don't hunt, but I hunt every day. I hunt for the next sale. I hunt for the business growth. I hunt for the next amazing staff member. That's what I'm going hunting for every day. So what my point is, is if you're a man and you're indecisive and you can't make a fucking decision and you're not sure what you want, Believe me, other men think that you're pathetic. They will not allow you to lead them effectively. They might allow you to lead them if you pay them, but that's it. They're not going to respect you. 
And then most women will also not find you attractive. Whereas when you're super disciplined and you say you're going to do what you are going to do, and then you do it effectively, you can make decisions and you're more decisive. And if you follow through on things, other men will go, shit, I wish I was like that. And they will allow you to lead them. This is also why most men who own businesses say, oh, my staff don't listen to me. They don't do shit. Why the fuck are they going to listen to you when you can't even listen to yourself? I'm going to lose weight. A week later, you've completely given up. You don't even listen to you. Why else would anyone else listen to you? Most men, and especially business owners, don't think about this. You have to get your shit together. If you really want to grow and build yourself, if you want to have trust in your relationship, if you want to have trust in your family, I have noticed since I became super disciplined last year, cleaned up my diet, made sure I'm on top of my macros. If I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. And most of the time I say I'm not going to do something because I don't want to be held accountable for that thing. Like when someone comes to me and they say, hey, I need to do this. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I just tell them straight up front. Whereas before I was a passive piece of shit and I would say, yeah, yeah, just leave it with me. I'll, I'll do it. Knowing damn well I was never going to do it. No excuses. Since then, I've had more men reach out to me and say, hey, I need either mindset coaching. I need more health and fitness and gym coaching. I've had more people saying I just want to be more disciplined in general. And I have had more people sign up for business growth and business strategy or, or want to be part of my business mastermind because they know that they keep slipping. And not only are they disappointing themselves, but they're disappointing everyone else. And obviously, if I have stepped up, they've gone, shit, I wish I was more disciplined like Mojo. Guys, is it time to get out of your own way? Top executives, rich listers, athletes, high-level celebrities, top performers all know that it's easy to slip backwards and start making excuses, which is exactly why they have coaches. These are literally people at the top of their game, and they still have coaches. So why shouldn't you? Having a coach means having a competitive edge, an edge that has you three to four steps ahead of everybody else in your industry, in your game, and even in life. An edge that gives you inner strength, confidence, and grit to handle anything in life. That's what you need to accelerate in life. Are you ready to step it up? Are you sick of trying to figure out everything on your own? Let's work together and finally break those barriers that have been holding you back for so long. Let's get you experiencing the success and the fulfillment that you've been dreaming of. Apply for my elite mindset and lifestyle coaching at michaelmojo.com. Go check it out. The reason why I'm telling you this is because I guarantee that almost every male who is listening to this and every man who is listening to this is probably slipping a shitload. I really want you to understand this. Just because you say something and, you, and you're committed in your head, your brain still thinks that you're going to do that thing. And so you still know that you're undisciplined. If you say, I'm going to start a diet on Monday and you don't do it, you are going to take a beating with your self-worth, your self-love, your self-respect, your self-confidence, your courage, your focus, all of that shit is going to slip. You're going to start doubting yourself. You're going to become more ineffective. You're going to worry more about things. You're going to be more fear-based and you're not going to back yourself to figure shit out. These are almost every motherfucker I get in my inbox. Probably, you know, 5% of people are smart enough. They can drop the hammer and they can just go, look, I want to work with you. Bang, let's make a decision. Let's go for it. Most people, they'll say things like, yeah, I just need to think about it. What they're saying is I need more time to chill because at the moment I'm scared. I don't back myself. What if it doesn't work? What if things go wrong? They have all the what ifs. I don't have what ifs because if I'm going to work with someone, first of all, I'm going to hold them accountable because I'm accountable. So if I work with somebody, I'm holding them accountable because I hold me accountable. So if you're going to work with me, you are going to be accountable. So if I hire an accountant or I hire a lawyer, if I say I need something by Friday, you better have it done by Friday because if not, if I say I need it by 12 o'clock at 12.01, I'm calling your ass saying, where's my fucking report? 
That's because I'm disciplined. So I scare the shit out of people when I work with them like that. But as a client, the cool thing is, is that I've noticed that if I say I'm going to do something, I will do it. Now, yeah, sometimes I slip a little bit, just like everybody else, but nowhere near like I used to. If you want to be respected by your intimate partner, be more decisive, be the man that you are inspired by. If you are also a woman who is listening to this or whatever other gender, you can relate that to yourself because you'll have times where you're masculine and you want outcomes to be done. Just make sure you're disciplined in those times. Also make sure though that you're resting effectively and you are making the right decisions. If you haven't listened to the last podcast that I did, which was on strategy, if you don't know what you really want and you're trying to do too much, you'll get overwhelmed and you'll just melt down because you actually don't know what you want. You probably need to work with me more than anybody because unless you get clear with that strategy, you're just going to keep floating around, wasting time, wasting another fucking year, or you'll be one of those other people who, who when I speak to it in the start of January, like now, they'll say, oh, I got everything under control. But they say that to themselves every year until they fuck it up again by February or March or April, and then they just cruise for the rest of the year and they don't get anywhere. So please, if you want to be more disciplined, especially for men, be disciplined in your decision-making. Make decisions, back yourself, know that it's going to work, and make sure that you hold yourself accountable to get the result. Okay, Don't let other people outwork you. Don't let other people make decisions for you. I find it absolutely repulsive when I have a man who says to me, I need to go ask my wife. And I'm like, what, do you want permission? Does she wipe your mouth when you fucking drool because you can't chew your own food? What do you got to go ask her for? You say man to man. You say to them, look, I'm going to do this. Let's do the paperwork now. I will go talk to my wife, let her know what's going on, and then let's get started. That's how real men operate. Soft men, and women won't like this, right? Because women go, yeah, but I want to be involved in the conversation. The thing is that most women, if they're feminine, are going to be more fear-driven. Also, you've got two different value sets. You need to talk to them, but talk to them within your values. So I will never push Jess into doing something that she doesn't want to do. But at the same time, Jess relies upon me as the masculine person in the relationship that has a role to play. I play a role and she plays a role. Now, society has fucked up that role because it tells everybody that we all are equal and that we all are the same. That is not true. That is an absolute lie. Now, we might be the same in our bones. We've all got bones. We all have skin. We all have a brain. But that doesn't mean that we're all the same, right? If that were true, they wouldn't do IQ tests. Now, if I went to go and run Tesla, I would probably collapse that business in a week Why? Because I don't have the same IQ and the same capacity to take a workload like Elon Musk does. He's completely different to me. Let's say in 100-meter sprinting, the top sprinters are going to be men. Why? Because genetically, they are different. So when I'm talking about this, men and women are different, whether we like it or not. Also, men and women, depending on whether they're feminine or masculine, express different traits. Someone who is feminine expresses different traits, character traits, than someone who is masculine. Now, that doesn't mean that women can't be masculine also. It just means they'll spend less time in their masculine than in their feminine. But this is, again, relative. Everyone's different. But what I'm saying is that if a man in an intimate relationship is supposed to be the person who makes the family feel safe, protected, and secure, which it is in most cases, going and communicating your stress, your frustration, or being indecisive around your family make them feel more unsafe. The more unsafe a woman feels in a relationship, the more masculine she becomes, the more aggressive she becomes, the more dominant she becomes. And I see men all the time who have their tail tucked between their legs and it hides their balls because they're sick of having their balls kicked in. And they say, 
oh, you know, she never lets me do anything. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you expect? Of course you can't do anything. I wouldn't let you do anything because you're incapable of it. You guys have two kids plus a third child, which is you. Now, until you step up and until you make her feel safe in your decision-making, which is, hey, I'm doing this. It's going to cost this amount. We spoke about it. Here is what's going to happen if anything goes wrong. But if it does, I'll figure it out. She goes, cool. And she will trust the masculine person. If you go to her and communicate in a different way and you say something like, well, you know, I'm sort of thinking about doing this and, you know, it sort of makes sense because I'm stressed out at the moment and I don't really know. And, you know, all these things are happening and I'd love to get your perspective on it. And she's like, yeah, well, but what about this? And what about cash flow? And we don't have the money at the moment. Oh yeah, that's a good point. All right. Then that little bitch comes to me and says, oh, you know, it's just not the right time and I'm not too sure. And, you know, my wife said when I spoke to her, she brought up a couple of things. We want to pay down the debts and da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, it's because she wants to feel safe, you dumb fuck. She wants to feel safe. And money makes her feel safe because you don't. Women don't want money most of the time. What they want is they want to feel safe. But by looking in the bank account, a woman will feel far safer with $100,000 in the bank account than five. Now, if you don't make her feel safe, money is going to be her safety. When you're a real man and you walk in the front door and you're masculine as fuck, and she's like, there's my stud, and she feels safe and grounded and protected, the money won't matter. So when a man comes back to me and, she, and they say, oh, I spoke to my wife, and they said, we don't have the money at the moment, it's not the right time. I'm like, well, I know who the bitch is in the relationship. The woman doesn't feel safe. That's not fair on her. It's not fair on you. It's not fair on the family. That is not cool. Now, I grew up with a dad who was like that. My dad is feminine and my mum used to be heavily masculine. And so my mum would walk around the house telling everyone what to do, telling everyone off. She'd be losing her shit all the time and she'd be hyper-aggressive. Why? Because my dad was a fucking pussy. And my dad would never stand up for anything. He didn't like arguments. He didn't like confrontation. And he would never stand there and take my mum's wrath. You know, when my mum would get pissed off, he'd just go out to the shed. Right? Because he just didn't want to deal with it. But the problem with that is, though, that my mum felt unsafe, so she became masculine. My dad felt pissed off and frustrated because he never got what he wanted. And then he would do shit underhandedly behind my mum's back. So my dad would do cash jobs in the business so that he could buy what he wanted without my mum knowing because he didn't want my mum getting pissed off because my mum wanted money. She wanted money because my dad didn't make her feel safe. So please, guys, if this resonates with you, I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear from you if this makes sense. If you're a woman as well and you're like, holy shit, my husband has to hear this or my boyfriend or my fiance has to hear this, shoot me a message and let me know. I would love to hear if this resonates. If you also are listening to this and you think this guy's a fucking prick, send me that message as well on Instagram. On Instagram, right? Michael Mojo double zero. I would love to hear from you. Let me know if this resonates because this is something that I see so prevalent in our society right now. Most men are weak and they'll never get what they want. They'll never feel proud of themselves. They'll never feel confident. They'll never be disciplined. They keep letting themselves slip. Their self-worth is absolutely fucking destroyed. And also, it doesn't help most women in our society either who are in a heterosexual relationship. Now, if you're in a homosexual relationship, there will still be one masculine person and one feminine person. The masculine person has to make the feminine one feel safe because if it doesn't, the feminine one will, will just feel unsafe all the time. They'll be afraid. They'll be scared. And they'll give signals. And the signals might be, we don't have enough money. They'll be pointing out all the reasons why they're scared. You know what's happening with this? You're stressed out at work. They just need someone that's their rock, the grounding person in the relationship. That should be the masculine person. So look, start making decisions. Be decisive. Get your shit together. One of the best ways to do that is get on top of your physical body and also your mindset. Mindset first, physical body second, everything else falls into place third. 
If you get your head right and you get your body right, your relationship will be a lot better. Your business will be a lot better and every other area of life will be a lot better. Your finances will be shitloads better as well because weak men tend to be erratic with their cash. They tend to be erratic in their relationships. They tend to be erratic with alcohol. They tend to be erratic in their decision-making. They tend to be erratic in all areas of life or they just end up a worthless piece of shit that sits there and doubts himself and never does anything because they're so scared. Don't be any of those. Let's step up, men. Ladies, hopefully this is the episode that you've been wanting so that your man can step up as well. I would love to hear from you if this resonates as well. Jump across MichaelMojo00 on Instagram. Hit me up. And if anyone wants any coaching, if you want any mindset, business, or fitness coaching, hit me up as well. There are different packages. You can go to my website, which is michaelmojo.com. Jump on there. You can submit a form in that form. It'll come through to me. I'll hit you up with a message and we can start a conversation and see which one's going to work best for you. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Keep your standards higher and stay disciplined. <laughs>